Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Thorns and Vines, where we serve pearls, but just not to swines. Hey, I'm your host, Cassie Milassi, and let's get ready to rock. So I'm going to start off a little bit from where we left off on the last podcast. A couple of you guys were asking, you know, to explain more about Godfidence, and I just want to share with you my journey. So I'm going to be very transparent. So, um you know, grace me because I'm not perfect and my feelings are very much real. So if you're ready to take this ride with me, let's get ready. You ever get to a point where you're just kind of like numb? You're operating out of necessity or out of routine, but deep in your heart's heart, you're like numb, you smile, but it doesn't reach your soul. You're laughing, but it doesn't come from your stomach like it used to. You're just kind of doing the status quo, but you enjoy doing the status quo because you like what you do, but you know that your heart is changed. Yeah. So if you can identify with that, then you can identify with me. Um, I have gotten to a place or I had gotten to a place spiritually where I was just like, God, I'm good. Like I'm good on your people. I'm good on, you know, your people. Like, I'm good on your people. Do you hear me? Um, And it's easy when you're a church kid to really um, hide behind religious walls before you realize that you're actually operating in sin. (laughs) In the sense of, I love ministering to people. I love the decreeing and declaring the word of God over their lives. I love praying for people. I love pushing them to their limits. I love cultivating and mentoring and pushing them to greatness and, uh, you know, affirming them with the word of God. I love ministry. I love seeing chains broken, demons casted out, people living and excelling to the best because of the power of God. I love speaking the word of God over people's lives. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love ministry ministry but what happens when you don't really love the people outside the ministry not that I hate them I don't want to do nothing but like I'm good I don't want to be bothered I don't want to be bothered type of thing and I had found myself very recently in a place where I even during this quarantine like that's how recent it was where people were like oh don't you miss you know fellowship with the saints and in my heart's a heart like with my lips I was saying yeah I miss them but in my heart's a hearts I was like no <laughs> I am quite content in my home. I miss my pastor and my first lady, but they a phone call away. And the people in my inner circle that I really rely on to a day-to-day basis, they are <laughs> able to be contacted. Like we see each other. Um, I'm good. And I knew something was wrong because I knew that's not, I knew that wasn't me. Does that make sense? Like there are some emotions that you know are you and then you know there are some emotions that are off. And I was like, I'm not used to this. So God, what is this? And I have found that my heart had been calloused and um, I don't want to, you know, rehash anything, things like that. But like you get hurt through life and it's not just friendships. And I know that's the one that we usually lean on, which is probably the reason why I talk about it so much, because in this society, we rely on friendships. But it's not just friendships. It can be relationship hurt. It could be parental hurt. It could be, you know, spousal hurt, um, dysfunction in family dynamics, things like that. Disappointments. They just start to cause a callus on your heart. And 
I had found myself saying, God, I want to love you like I'm supposed to. I want to love your people like you love them. And he just was like, you have to surrender this hurt. But as I'm saying it with my lips, my spirit is crying out. I hate your people. They hurt too much. They hurt too much they need too much i give too much and they hurt in return because they don't know how to love effectively and it hurts and i'm the first one to say i am not perfect but i know i'm a daggone good friend or at least i strive to be and my friends know that i know that i try to be the best sister that i can i know that i try to be the best girlfriend that i can i try to be the best daughter that i can within you know the statutes of my limitations because you know we know outside environments you know the way that you grow up you know the way that things affect you like they limit you but to the most part i strive to be the best person that i can be but what happens when that's not reciprocate? Reci- oh God, I'm tongue tied. <laughs> Reciprocated. What happens when people can't love you the same way that you love them? What happens then? And I knew that it was something that was brewing over time. See, sometimes we know something is wrong, but we don't realize it. But let me tell you something. You talk to somebody long enough, you, the demons will start to speak or there's, you know, like the spirits that they, they wrestle with will start to speak. And I remember telling my best friend, um, because I'm just so appreciative of good friendship. I had sent him a message and I was just telling him how I'm so thankful for his friendship because it really has matured me in some areas. But it also made me apologize to say, I'm so sorry that you caught this version of me in friendship. Because I don't text back (laughs) like I used to. I don't call to check in with my friends like I used to. I don't, you know, get invested in their dreams and their visions like I used to because I know what it's like to be hurt. And even though I've forgiven, sometimes you don't know how to heal because you don't know how to move on or how to um, maneuver and still be fruitful, still love the same. And he was like, Cass, you know, you're a great friend. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm just like, that's because this is the version of you that of me that, you know. But the one before this, she was Liddy. Cass was always down. So I want to talk to you about Godfidence. Because it wasn't until I had a conversation with a friend today that made me realize that In a way, I was idolizing my hurt so I didn't have to go through. So I didn't have to deal with me. So I could stay away from people so that I could do ministry without having relationship with them. That I was okay to war with them in the spirit and in church and when they need me on the phone. But when it came to my personal home, I didn't want to have contact with them. But see... I've taught this before. Your next level was always in a relationship. And it wasn't until she spoke to me about God sending mentors to her and friendships that will help or not just friendships, but, you know, relationships that will help elevate her. That I realized that the enemy was using my hurt to keep me in a demonic stronghold so that I could not grow into my next level. Godfidence comes in when you learn that you trust him. 
in all things because all things work together for the good for them that love him which means that he will never play me which means that the hurt that I went through the mistreatment the lies the disbelief you know the, uh, the jealousy the strife all that hurt was for my good why because number one excuse me you learn how to move differently but number two you learn how to love in spite of and to not be bitter and angry about going through. I watched Passion of Christ a couple of weeks ago because we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday and Good Friday. And you see the brutality that he had to go through. But when you begin to study the ministry of Jesus, he never was retaliated until it was about somebody else. So why am I retaliating when I'm asking God to take me to another level? Confidence on one part is always about knowing who you are in Christ and getting strength from knowing that, again, not by power, but not by might, but by his spirit. Knowing that you wouldn't, in your own flesh, you wouldn't want to do these things for the kingdom and knowing that he empowers you to do so. But the other half of that is to know that God will never play you. Which means that everything that you're going through is for your betterment. And I had to learn that. And I had to repent to God and say, God, I don't want to use my hurt as a crutch to not be able to go forward. Because if relationship brings my next level, if I'm too guarded and too suffocated and blinded by the walls that I've built in my heart to to make connections, then I won't be able to move. Because let me tell you something, people who know that they see greatness in you will not waste their time on somebody who's not willing to surrender, who's not willing to walk in covenant, who's not willing to lay down their trust issues to make sure that they're going where they need to go. They're not. So I was like, God, I repent. And Lord, strip me of my own self-righteousness that I think that I'm not doing people dirty unintentionally or intentionally. You know what I mean? Because we're not perfect. So on this side of confidence, I want you to re- reassess not just yourself, but your, um, not, I'm sorry. I don't want you. I want you to reassess not just yourself, but what it is that your heart is holding you back from. Because confidence, like I said, the first half is knowing who he called you to be and being confident that he's going to do the work, which means that you should have the confidence to do whatever he said before you because he'll never play you, which means that he's already ordered the the steps of a righteous man are already ordered. That means that the table is already set. He sets a table in the presence of my enemies. It's already set up for you. He just needs you to go. He just needs you to go. He just needs you to go. That means it doesn't matter who comes against you. It doesn't matter who talked about you. It doesn't matter what your friends think, what your family thinks. It doesn't matter what your circumstances speak to you and say that it is. You take the word of God and you go with confidence. Because let me tell you something. If I don't say anything else, I need you to know that God is faithful to his word. He doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. He doesn't lie, which means that when he created you, you were a solution for the world. He doesn't lie. He didn't create you out of a mistake. 
He created you to be, to bring forth destiny, to bring forth greatness. He doesn't lie. He's faithful. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he said it, he's going to do it. Period. Period. You train your heart. You train your emotions. You train your thoughts to know and understand that God is faithful. And I have Godfidence, which means I have confidence in the God that I serve. And that he'll never play me. I have Godfidence. So I encourage you. I implore you to dig your heels in. To train your thoughts, your emotions in your heart to know that God is faithful so that no matter what comes your way, you're able to stand on the promises and the faithfulness of God. But I want you to know that the adversity that comes your way is not to take you out. So don't let the enemy turn you into a victim of your circumstances, but you have to be victorious over them. God, what is happening in this season? Why am I going through? What are you building in me? What character? Do not allow hurt, pain, chaos, disagreement, disapproval to hinder you from growing. Excuse me, in the spirit to hinder you from growing in your calling, your kingdom and into your next level, because I almost missed it. Because if I didn't have that conversation, if I wasn't transparent with my friend so that she could speak life and begin to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me. She didn't tell me, Cass, you're struggling with X, Y and Z. And this is why it's happening through her words of wisdom. The Holy Spirit revealed to me, sis. Don't make this hurt an idol. Surrender that thing. Because how can I send the mentors and the sisterhood or the, shoot, even the spouse that you're asking for if you're guarding your heart to a place where you can't do anything? Now, the Bible does say guard your heart. Don't play. I don't play no games with the word. It does say guard your heart. But there's a way that you can do it where it's out of um, fear of being hurt rather than out of discernment and wisdom. I don't want you to be afraid that you're going to get hurt the next time. I don't want you to operate out of that. I want you to grow in confidence to know that every hurt is a stepping stone for you to go forward, to propel you. And I always argued this with my friends last night. I was saying, why y'all keep saying that? Use your hurt to propel you. Use your hurt to propel you. Use your hurt to propel you. But the thing is, you you do. You can use it as gas to push you forward. But I need you to heal through. Because sometimes when you don't heal and you're just using your hurts as gas, then that's the place that you'll operate out of. You won't heal. It'll always be an open sore. And that's when you become... To a place where you start to idolize your pain instead of saying, I'm healed from that. And that was my stepping stone then. But the promises of God are my stepping stones now. The glory is not in the pain. The glory is in what the pain produced. A greater level of faith in God. A greater level of trust in him. A greater love for him because I understood how he brought me out of brokenness into a place of fulfillment. I mean, I'm sorry, of fullness and fruitfulness. I want you to grow in confidence to know that if he said it, then he's going to do it. To know that he made promises to me and they're in all 66 chapters of the great book of life. I want you to grow 
in confidence. And how do you do that? By knowing who he is. By knowing his character. By knowing the true reason why he sent his son to die. Which was to reconcile you back to him. I want you to grow in confidence. And I don't want you to be afraid anymore. Don't be afraid. He'll never play you. Which means he won't have you out here looking a fool. He will never have you out here looking a fool. For his namesake. He will never have you out here looking a fool. Grow in your confidence. Be encouraged. And know that all things work together for the good for them that love him. So with that being said, let's go into prayer. Father God, I thank you for each and every person that's listening to this podcast. Father God, I ask you to meet them at the points of their needs. I ask you to touch their hearts. I ask you to touch the callous hearts, oh God, that have been afflicted by hurt, pain, rejection, abandonment, depression, oh God, any other God thing that is not like you that has caused them to be hurt and to be crippled. I ask you, oh God, to help those who are holding their hurt hostage as a way of being an idol, as a way to propel them, oh God. I ask you, oh God, to touch them in a new way that they will surrender that thing God and they will be propelled by the promises of your word to know that you will never fail them that you will never leave them nor forsake them to know oh God that you are true and just to your word I thank you for your word that continues to sustain us I thank you for the promises that are spoken over us that we come into agreement with them so father God I ask you to heal I ask you oh God to make Crooked path straight. I ask you to send the mentors, the friendships, oh God, the sisterhood and the brotherhoods to these people who are listening, God. And I ask you to meet them at the points of their need, that they will no longer use their hurt as a crutch, but God, that they will grow in their confidence to know, God, that if you said it, that you're going to do it, that you cannot lie, that you do not lie to us, that we can grow in confidence in knowing that. I thank you for your people and I ask you to continue to work on them and continue to expose the contents of their heart so that they can be continued, oh God, to be worked on and continue, oh God, to be evolved and revolved in you. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. And that, my dears, concludes today's segment on confidence thank you for listening to thorns and vines where we serve pearls just not to swine and i am your lovely host cassie molassi and i hope to hear from you again bye